0: Hollywood hoop dreams aren't only made from magic. They also come in the form of original podcasts from the hoop ball network. So if you're the Lakers zooming out, are you tempted to bring back DeMarcus Cousins in the playoffs? And do you disrupt the dynamic at that point if he's healthy enough to play? Join Ethan JC and the thriving Lakers community around the world to talk about all things Lakers. The Lakers this season has come to expect of this team is consistent winning. That is something we have not been able to say since I've seen Andrew Bynum in a Lakers uniform. The show is available everywhere possible. Are found, and you can follow the show on Twitter at hoopballlakers. The following is a hoopball presentation. Hoopballer.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. My name is Ira Silver, and it is Thursday, 2 p.m. here in beautiful and humid Miami, Florida. I am joined alongside with Devin Ellington. And before we jump in, just want to say this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. They have redesigned their electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Now when I tell you guys this is the best in the biz, it really is, okay? The water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower because hey, what better place is there to groom? One of the coolest features, is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded their motor to 7,000 RPMs with their Quiet Stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me say this right now, I want you to experience it firsthand because I'm telling you, it is fantastic. Go to manscaped.com and type in the code hoopball20, that's hoopball two zero to get 20% off and free shipping. Once again, the code is hoopball20 to get 20% off and free shipping. Devin, I know that was a little bit long for you. I'm glad you're hanging in there with me. I don't know if you've ever had to manscape down there, but you know, I'm glad that this technology has really advanced in the last couple of years and Manscape has the best product on the market. So I'm, I'm definitely loving mine. I don't know about you, but uh, I, I love it.
0: It's strenuous business, I'll tell you. So what they have created definitely alleviates some of that process.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be taking a a blade down there, you know, so I'm glad that they really designed this new technology. So let's jump in. Uh, Devin, it's been a while since uh, you and I have gotten on a pod together. Just want to check in with you. How are you doing? How have you been? Um, What's been going on in your life?
0: You know, I have been, uh, man, riding out the curtails of like what's, I guess, coming in the next couple months as far as like sports returning and been busy in the regards of being a dad and um then also just kind of been trying to keep it a little laxadaisical on the agenda and everything just so that way I can milk uh you know every last bit of it before I start working 50 and 60 hour weeks again so awesome. just a little any, bit of any everything Timeline
1: on when you're getting to get back to bartending
0: Um, You know, I'm actually uh, putting my uh, resume and stuff out there uh, as we speak, but I've been actually putting menus and recipes together out of just pure uh, uh, interest as of lately, and uh, I've impressed some people, and uh, so my neighbor is the executive chef of the Royals, so I've been doing some side catering and bartending events with him, so that's been really fun. And uh, I'm thinking I might go a different way with the bartending thing. I kind of want to like design cocktails and recipes and maybe uh, menus and whatnot. So we'll see. I don't know.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Devin, we got a full big slate here of KBO. I've been doing pretty good with the KBO picks as of late. Um. So sorry, I haven't been on the pod too much, but we're gonna get going here. We're gonna give you some winners. First game up on the board: NC Dinos taking on the LG Twins. We got uh, Rusinski pitching for the Dinos, and the Twins have are rolling out Lim Chen Gu. Uh, sorry if I if I uh, you know didn't pronounce if I if I uh, you know didn't pronounce that a hundred percent correctly. But we got an interesting matchup here. Dinos are minus two hundred on the money line and minus one and a half on the run line. Minus one twenty. Any uh, any thoughts here on this game? I know you're a, you're a big Dinos guy, so just wanted to see whether or not you you're going to show some love tonight for your boy Drew Rusinski on the mound.
0: Um, you know, I definitely will because Rusinski is actually top four with uh, pitchers' ERA and WHIP uh, percentages. So. Um, he doesn't allow a lot of people in the base path and, um, that's important for Korean baseball with the style that they play low whip, low ERA. Um, you know, you see the foreign players, um, you know, the, the American players be a little bit more dominant on the mound. You know, they're so to say the aces. So I like Rusinski's chances of going out there and having a good game. One thing I will say is the first four games we talk about all have overcast and rain percentages. So I always like to point out a caution if there is one.
1: I gotcha. I gotcha. Any thoughts here on the over under nine and a half in this one?
0: I think under's the way to go. Um, LG can struggle to score runs from time to time. Um, the one thing that worries me is there is the chance that the dinos do pop off and, um, you know, cover that total themselves because they are capable. Um they they have a potent offense. They are obviously in first place in the KBO. So um but you know the pitcher that they're rolling out there um that the LG that is uh you know he's not too shabby either he's only got a four point one four ERA which is pretty good Um it's below league average, if I'm not mistaken. And they have um capable bats. So this actually more of like a in my opinion, a low scoring like five four game. It'd be close, but I think I'd go under just because of the pitchers.
1: All right. Well, this game is definitely shaded to the under right now. According to my bookie.ag, under nine and a half is minus $1.33. So if that total drops below nine and a half, if it gets to eight and a half, I might have to look at the over oh, yeah. um, just because the dinos can definitely get there on their on their own. Uh, they have been a little um, lackadaisical as of late, to say the least. But uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to be eyeing this game. Uh, dinos for sure, I think, are going to win uh they should anyways as a 2 to 1 favorite uh minus 200 Over but, team um,
0: total for them would be decent
1: yeah so we'll see we'll see how it rolls out later as we approach closer to the game and uh i'll probably post my picks online today uh on twitter so follow us along i am at ira silver magic on twitter devin is at d a l e 07 and we are at hoopball gaming uh second game i want to talk about Doosan bears Duson Bears against the Latte Giants. Uh, we got an interesting one in this game, and the on Bears are minus two o four on my minus one and a half, minus one twenty eight. And the over/under in this game is shaded to the over by a dollar twenty, over ten and a half runs in this one. Um, any thoughts here? We got Chris Flexen, who I, I know is another one of your your guys here. Against Latte this year, he's 1-0 with a 1.64 ERA on the season. He is rolling out about a 4 ERA, just shady over the 4, 4.18. He's going up against this Giants pitcher, Siu Jun-won. Against Doosan, he is winless with a 4.91 ERA. And on the season, he is 4-1 with a 3.95. Any thoughts here on this game? I do really like flexing. Um, although, you know, obviously the bears are a big favorite here and I I do expect them to kind of win this game. Do we think here that the, that it's just too big of a price on the bears and are you looking at anything in this game?
0: I think the price is too big. And one thing I've seen, well, we've all seen if you've watched or bet at all is Doosan allows a lot in the back end because of their bullpen being so volatile. So what I would do is look at maybe a first five see if you find some uh, juice that you like, um, you know, uh, maybe first five under because Chris Flexen, um, you know, he he he's not terrible as far as whip goes. And uh, this other pitcher, Jun uh, Won Sao, or whatever uh, the pronunciation is, um, you know, he's not terrible as well. You know, he's got actually a sub four ERA on the year. So um, I think, you know, first five under could be a way to look. And then maybe even Doosan within the first five, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, lots of having, uh, you know, taken the plus runs, if given, you know, one, one and a half, I think that would be a good value.
1: All right. Uh, interesting matchup here um, I want to talk about is the Kaiwoom Heroes against the Kia Tigers. It's uh, pretty even here. Kai Woom is the slight favorite at a minus a dollar 20 Kia minus minus one ten As, as we speak, um, it's going to be an interesting one here. I, it's hard for me to say which side I really like, and I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper before we, uh, before I post, my pick here on, uh, on Twitter, but we got a pitcher for the Kai womb heroes who on the season is four and three with a 4.02 ERA and against Kia, really dominating one and O with a 1.5 ERA. And on the other side of the bat on the other side of the mound, I should say Kia is rolling out a pitcher who on the season posts a 5.55 ERA. And against Kaiwoom, he's owned two of the six ERA. Um, the game here is over under nine and a half with the under being shaded down to a dollar 35. I don't know about this one. I think the over might look interesting mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's where the, I was
1: looking. Yeah, especially with the, with the price. It's basically almost even money here on the over nine and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, if this keeps going, if this keeps trending in the direction that I think it's going to trend uh, closer to game time, look for an eight and a half. And, and I think I would pound the eight and a half here. Uh, any thoughts on this game?
0: I think it gets to 10. Um, so I like that take 100%. Um, one thing. I will point out though, Kaiwoom um, or Kiwoom, they are in second place. So this is a good team. Um, both of these starting pitchers have a, uh, sub uh, 1.4 whip. So obviously as you know, that's walks hits per inning, um, mm-hmm. allowed. Um, and then not too high of ERAs, um, except for his fives. He sure likes the number five, he's five and five on the year. And, uh, With a 5.55 ERA, and that's uh, Yang for uh, Kia. But I think well, five's my
1: lucky number. So yeah, uh, well,
0: there you go. uh, Then it's your sign. (laughs) Um, I think it gets to ten, just because once these pitchers get out, I think the bullpens can be exposed, which can be said about almost every um, setting as far as KBO, but. Kaiwoom, they actually have one of the better bullpens. So I think what you're going to see is their bats um, help propel the over. So I think they can put, you know, six runs up in the back three innings real easily.
1: All right. Great. Next game I want to talk about on the board here is the SK Wyverns against the Hanwha Eagles. We got an interesting one here. We have the SK Wyverns basically at even money. Hanwha is a slight favorite here at at minus 140, over under 9.5, kind of even both ways at minus 115. Any thoughts on this game? You're rolling out a pitcher for the Wyverns who's posting on the season 0-4 with over a 7 ERA. And on the backside, you got Hanwha throwing out a pitcher in Kim Min Woo with a 1-5 record and a 4.83 ERA. Um, I think it's going to come down to who can hit right? Who's going to put up more yeah. runs and, you know, I think I'm just going to have to, you know, if I had to make a pick here right now, I think I would just take the underdog, uh, the slight underdog right now with the Wyverns at plus one Oh two, according to my boogie.ag. Yeah. And also the over nine and a half looks okay to me as well. Any thoughts here on this game?
0: Yeah. So I actually do like uh, SK. I was looking at maybe their team total because this is a matchup a split that has been exposed in the past with this pitcher. So maybe um I'd say uh I like SK plus uh or I'm sorry it's minus 130 but you're getting on the run line plus uh 0. 0.5 so half run uh for the first 5 innings cuz I think they'll just win that.
1: Uh, SK um, is SK is the underdog here. SK is yeah, plus 102. Yeah. Um so, I don't know what the reverse line run is, but, uh, yeah, SK's plus 102 on the money line.
0: Well, for the first five innings. Oh, the, I didn't look at the yeah, first yeah. five. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. That's what I was pointing out. I think they'd come out and they, you know, put a couple uh, good dingers and placed balls in the outfield on this pitcher. They're going to get him out quick as what happened last time. Um, I don't think he even got through the full second rotation of the batting order. So, they're obviously familiar with this kid. And, um, you know, there's some alternate uh, splits and some uh, runs out there, but I was looking for the team total for SK, like I said. Four and a half um, over is minus 105 right now. I think that's very easy to jump on. But like you said, both these teams got to figure out who's going to bat and who's going to hit well. I think SK is a little more equipped to do so just because of this matchup they're specifically getting. Both teams are pretty terrible offensively, though.
1: Yeah, and the last uh the last matchup of the night here, Samsung Lions against the KT Wiz. Uh Wiz are a big favorite in this one, minus 178. The Samsung Lions are plus 127 over under 9.5, shaded to the over at minus 138. I don't know how you feel about this one, but I think I'm gonna go a little contrarian here. Uh Samsung's rolling out a pitcher that is 2-0 on the season with a 3.6 ERA against. Uh, William Cuevas, uh, who is three and 3-2 with a 5 ERA. Uh, no, none of these pitchers has played against the other team this year, um, but I, I just really think that Samsung is, is a pretty good team here. I do like KT, though, but if I had to make a decision here, I'd probably t- shoot with the underdog here at almost uh, plus 130 right now. Plus, I'm looking right now. Updated odds, plus 127 in myboogie.ag. And, uh, I, I'd be looking at the over as well in this game at 9.5. Well, any thoughts here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think those are the bets that you can probably take and feel really, really good about. Um, I was going to dig into some maybe opposite splits or some alternative lines. I've actually been playing a lot of those lately. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, you pointed out the pitching matchup. So maybe some of these uh, first five-inning spread lines would be, um, you know, uh it's something that you enjoyed so since you're liking the underdog you think they're gonna win why not couple that with a little bit of extra like at the beginning um so right now you know it's plus 155 if they're up by a run before the end of the first five innings or at the end of the first five innings so I I like that you know just to couple it with it um try to roll some of it together and then obviously you're banking on them right now they're uh over is plus money uh, on their team total at four and a half? It's even, so um, if they're going to win, they're going to have to go over their team total. So why not? But
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's going to round out the uh, KBO picks for tonight and the the analysis and the breakdown of each game. Um, I just want to get your thoughts before we move on to a little MLB here. Any thoughts on um, any thoughts on who's going to win the KBO? We got Doosan at four to one. We got, well, the Wyverns, I mean, they're 60 to one. So let's just forget about (laughs) them for a second. Got the Bears at four to one. Kaiwoom 2.75 to one. Dinos are the favorite at two and a quarter to one. LG plus 650. Kia 10 to one. And the Lions at 20 to one. And so on and so forth. Oh, you know, I'm going to have to save. I'm going to take a shot with a long shot here. And I, I don't expect them to win the KBO. But if I was going to take a long shot and and kind of throw a dart here, I like the Lions at twenty to one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but obviously, it's probably a it's probably a three team race between the Dinos, the Heroes, and the Bears. Let's be real. But if I was going to take a long shot, it would be with the the uh, Samsung Lions.
0: Yeah, I um, like that long shot. Another one that I would consider for my long shot is the Lata Giants, just because. For the early parts of the season, and then towards the midway point, or I guess we're close to the midway point now, I guess I don't know, but you know you've seen their pitching and their bats take over and perform really really well of games, so I think if they click at the right time right now, they're in seventh, so if they move up that step ladder ranking a little bit and get uh you know a little more favorable placement in the step ladder, maybe fifth, fourth, I think I'd like their shots. Um, and then, of course, I've been hyping up the dinos all year. So um, I got them at really good odds at the very beginning of the season when all this fever was starting.
1: Would you get them um, at 12 or 14 or something?
0: I think it was 18. 18, 18 to 1.
1: 1. Well, that's nice. Uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a nice ticket to have.
0: Um, for some, you know, I just, I liked them. I don't know. It's probably, like I said, you just it's liked, the mascot. You just like their
1: mascot, let's yeah. be real. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's exactly what it was. And like I said, just the comparison of a team in the uh, MLB, you know, just the style of play, you know, it's, they, play, they pitch well, they play defense and uh, they score when they need to. So.
1: All right. All right. Well, let's move on to MLB here. We have, uh, let's talk about some Corona cases here. We have a lot of, uh, Quite a few MLB players testing positive for Corona. Uh, a few have already uh, said that they will not be playing. Uh, big names including David Price, Freddie Freeman, and, 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 and many more. You know, I, I don't know what you got to say here, but, you know, obviously Corona is a very serious situation. But like, I, like Henry and I were discussing on the last podcast, you know, MLB is really a, uh, an individual sport masquerading as a team sport right? You're so far away from one another that it would probably other than golf probably be the safest to to get going and to finish out the season. Any significant names that you think are going to really have an effect on this 60 game season and and you know and and on the back end of that any teams you like moving forward?
0: Yeah so you know I have quite a bit to say about MLB but I'll try to keep it minimal. Uh, But you know with that being said, I think foremost, when Mookie Betts comes out after signing the huge deal he did with the Dodgers, and you know, doing what he did for the landscape of the power in baseball, he comes out and says that you know he doesn't think the season's going to finish. He doesn't think that it's going to start with the way that they want it to start or the way that they've doc- uh, doctrined up. So, I've had this inclination and in thinking, you know, because and we we'll touch on a little bit more. But the Ivy League schools already canceled fall sports, and mm-hmm. those are the smart people. So, um, and I, without trying to be too political about all this, the fact of the matter is, is like waves don't end. People are saying, "Oh, the second wave, we're still we're still in the first wave," because waves don't end. Like they just keep going and they get bigger in places and they get smaller in places so it's just going to get big again <laughs> and yeah it, i mean my thoughts is. on
1: my thoughts on the virus is that i mean i think eventually everyone's just going to get it i think it's just exactly. so contagious yeah. Yeah. um you know obviously you're going to be a statistic one way or the other so hopefully you can fight through it and, and make it out on the other side right, right. but uh, i just think that it's so so easy to contract that it, it, I just don't see how major league sports or college athletics is really going to come back and maybe they'll come back for a few games. I just don't see how they're going to actually finish, but you know, I've been wrong before. Um, so I can definitely be wrong again, but those are my thoughts here on the, uh, coronavirus affecting major league uh, sports in general. Um, we do have one game up on the board, July 23rd, we got the Yankees taking on the Nationals. The Yankees are a minus 135 on the money line over under is seven. Uh, I really like the Yankees here in this, uh, in this spot. You got the Washington Nationals. They're going to be down a, a few guys, and um, they're just not the same team they were last year. Right. Uh, I really like the Yankees here, minus 135. I don't know if you've looked into it or uh, have gotten down on the game yet, but that's kind of where I'm leaning towards.
0: Haven't too much just because there there are so many, you know, up in the air variables as far as who could or would be playing. I think some of those odds are going to shift a lot, Uh, you know, obviously as we get closer, as all odds and lines do, but I think you'll see it a little more drastically when certain players, you know, for example, Sean Doolittle, uh, pretty premier closer, uh, bullpen guy for the Nationals. Um, His wife is she, she has like immunodeficiency issues. So he's expressed his disinterest in being a part of, you know, something unsafe for him and his family's health at the very beginning of all this. So, you know, that's one guy I could see being out. Um, Max Scherzer, you know, he's talked about protecting himself. Um, and I think, you know, what a lot of people don't know is so like, um, Bryce Harper's got a pregnant wife. Um, Zach Wheeler has a pregnant wife and I believe Trout and another major superstar. Now when normal pregnancies and births happen in the baseball season, you know, these guys are gone for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Congrats. Congrats. You had a baby. Let's play baseball. It ain't going to be like that, you know, and if if a player goes and has to quarantine for two weeks, that's a big stretch of games that could swing things. I, I just, I think betting is going to be so herky-jerky and reactionary in this this restart and this boot up because it's just going to be so ever-changing. And, you know, it's day-to-day, afternoon to uh, night. You're going to, you know, some guys you're banking on playing in the night games, um, they just say, no, I don't want to play tonight. I don't feel comfortable because there's a spike of cases in the city they're in or something. You know, it's just – So, with that being said, and try to cut this long windedness a little short, the futures betting market, I talked to you a little off. I'm not too comfortable with it right now. Um, I like some of the futures tickets I had placed a lot more now because the shortened stuff, you know, some of my A's, Braves, and well, not the Braves, because they got like three guys that aren't going to play. But White Sox, you know, the White Sox, um, the A's and the White Sox, I like those tickets. Um, And I have some raise tickets out there. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. And uh, time will just tell. Right. So we'll see how that all goes down. And hopefully we'll get some sports back and a little bit of normalcy back in our lives. But yeah, uh, yeah, you talked about how the Ivy Leagues canceled uh, fall sports. You know, they're smarter than I am. But, uh, you know, it it begs the question, right? Is there an agenda? Is there not an agenda? I don't know. Um, uh, I'd probably cancel college athletics as well. You don't want to jeopardize the lives of, you know, so many young and aspiring athletes to get to the next level. But, yeah, I mean, uh, what are your your thoughts here on the Ivy League canceling fall sports?
0: Um, I think it speaks volumes because, you know, a lot of these doctors are out there, you know, I think the doctor that tried to blow the whistle on Corona was an Ivy League doctor. (laughs) So, um, which, you know, fact check me on that, you know, I I probably am wrong, Um, but it would make sense. Uh, So, I mean, I think it's a smart move on the Ivy League. They're obviously protecting themselves and their investments. Um, I think they're a little bit more solidarity uh, based as far as, you know, they're, aesthetics you know their campuses and their their region you know just kind of what they are so I think it's easier for them to do that I don't think you're going to see the ACC do the same thing or the Big Ten or for that for the fact that you know the Mountain West so um, I think honestly and one of the smartest things I've heard is the proposal of pushing college football to the uh, tail end of winter spring. Uh, just wait it out a little further. Um, Rick Patino even came out and suggested it for college basketball, which take his words and suggestions for what you will. But hey, I mean, I was excited to see him get started here at Iona uh, this year. So I think waiting, pushing all college athletics back at least another semester, being flexible with the uh, eligibility and just playing it. You know, as we go is probably the best way to uh, approach college sports because there are so many college athletics. There's so many college athletes and there's so many, you know, international or uh, international and then cross country normal travel. You know, it's just all the time and you're exposing these athletes and then you're putting them back into the classrooms and the campuses that you're trying to keep, you know, secluded and in a safe bubble. It, I, it's just not possible for the health and the safety to be uh, pristine if you're going to have college sports in the thick of all this.
1: I agree. I agree. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that rounds it all out. Uh, still I'm I'm excited for hockey if it, if it makes a comeback as well. So maybe they, we'll they in.
0: locked in their bubbles. They're not doing any American sites now they're doing the two Canadian sites. I actually, you know, you were talking about baseball having a good shot of getting up and going and being successful i think hockey has the best chance of getting started getting rolling smooth and then finishing it out i i think that they um have a good agenda for it
1: yeah i can't wait for hockey y'all know that's my favorite sport right. and uh, we'll throw some pizza parlays as soon as they come yeah. back um supposed to start on the 29th of july uh still waiting on the schedule here but, uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really excited, and uh, I can't wait. Devin, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, once again, guys, make sure to follow us on Twitter at IraSilverMagic. Devin's at D-A-L-E-007. We are at hoopball Gaming. This has been a HoopBall presentation. That's hoop-ball.com. Make sure you go to Manscaped. Check out the promo code hoopball twenty to get 20% off and free shipping. Thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you on the next pod.
0: This has been a ball presentation.